host has spent decades studying the Bible in the original languages. He holds degrees from the University of Wisconsin, Moody Bible Institute, Asbury Theological Seminary, and Bethel Theological Seminary. With the help of some of his friends, in 1994, Dr. Rako founded a national volunteer ministry to hunters. He is an author, dog trainer, and speaker. Tom served as a full-time pastor for 36 years. Now here is your host, Dr. Tom Rako. Thanks for joining us here on the Rock Dove Publications Quill. During today's program, you're going to be hearing a true story about someone very close to me, my brother Kelly. And uh, Kelly and his wife, Michelle, are incredible people. And Kelly's been through some other health issues. He has persevered, and he is an inspiration, and I'm so thankful for him. Uh, I want to share this miraculous story uh, that's found in the Hunting Miracles Ancient and Modern book. And it's a true miracle, and uh, little things can make a big difference. You'll also be hearing from uh, Dr. Mercy Sharp as she shares from my book, Devotions for Dog Lovers. And I hope that you enjoy today's program. The Crummy Deal. Scripture reading, Luke 16, 19 through 31. From a rich person's perspective, it was a crummy deal, but not from God's. In fact, it was conveyed as a clear case of divine justice being doled out. What I am referring to is a part of the scriptural record which rolled off the lips of the Lord Jesus Christ a descriptive account found in the 16th chapter of Luke's Gospel that introduces two extremely diverse individuals. One, a wealthy man who seemed to have everything. The biblical text describes him as a person who dressed in purple and fine linen and lived in luxury every day. Verse 19. The other was a beggar named Lazarus, covered with sores and longing to eat what fell from the rich man's table verses 28 through 21. Furthermore, with Lazarus, we are told that even the dogs came and licked his sores, verse 21b. No doubt a repulsive thought, especially to those in a culture where dogs regularly roamed the streets as scavengers of human waste. Yes, they were a couple of people whose lives in this world existed in total contrast to each other, Indeed, it was great wealth versus enormous want. Fine food against a longing for table scraps laying on the floor. Comfort as opposed to serious hygiene struggles contributed to by open sores and contaminated dog saliva. But then things radically reversed. Both men died. The Bible tells us the time came when the beggar died and the angels carried him to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried, Luke 16, 22. We know that after his death, the rich man's privileges suddenly became history. They were quickly a distant memory of the past, something which could be remembered, but never again either employed or enjoyed. The rich man went from notoriety to obscurity, 
abundance to absence, and comfort to agony. We know that the poor man's name was Lazarus, but the rich man, well, let's just say that his name is no longer important. While previously it was Lazarus who had been laid at the rich man's gate, verse 20, things were now vastly different. It was the rich man in need of Lazarus's help. Yes, the rich man was earnestly begging that Lazarus somehow be allowed to alleviate his suffering. And by any standard, the rich man's request was noticeably small. He didn't ask for an elegant mansion, fine food, or a large flask of fancy wine. No, the once rich man merely petitioned that Lazarus dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue because I am in agony in this fire. Verse 24. We see that even the rich man's opportunity to do what is right was no longer available. He couldn't go and warn his five brothers that they should be sure to take the word of God seriously. There was absolutely no way to influence those he loved. He couldn't help them to learn from his grave mistakes. He couldn't tell them how foolish they had been, nor how horrible hell was. It was too late. The sun had forever set on the once rich man's chances to make good. Instead, he was told regarding them, if they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be convinced even if someone rises from the dead. Verse 31. They would soon wind up in the same pitiful place of torment as their brother. A location referred to in Matthew 25, 41b as the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Nevertheless, there was absolutely nothing that this deceased brother could do. Oh, how the tables had now turned. Still, far sadder and more shocking is the reality that there are some today that refuse, for whatever reason, to listen to what God has communicated in his word. Despite the fact that such individuals may be familiar with this particular portion of scripture found in Luke 16, they choose to ignore the same vital truths which it teaches. Although they know about the resurrection of Jesus Christ, they continue traveling down the broad road, a deceptively perilous path that ultimately leads the same person who journeys down it to destruction. See Matthew seven thirteen. Today, if you have never surrendered your life to Christ, make that commitment. Simply give up and let God. Accept what Jesus has already done for you on the cross and receive the free gift of eternal life that only Christ can offer. Indeed, when Paul wrote to the believers in the city of Rome, he reminded them that there are only two possible alternatives for eternity. One is death, for the wages of sin is death, and then there is the other. But the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 6.23 Friend, the first is a crummy deal. The later is a glorious promise. Just don't wait too long. Prayer Heavenly Father, help me to be sensitive to the needs of others. Give me the courage, the good news, with family and members. 
I ask this in Jesus' name. You can learn more about the book that tells this true story and others. For example, find out how dogs in Bible times were used to fulfill specific prophecies. Discover how some dogs with disabilities did some amazing things. Hear how a dog collected money for orphans. Learn about the first canine to be launched into outer space. Gain insight as to how God is using dogs in our world today, and much more. To order your copy of Devotions for Dog Lovers, go to the Rock Dove Publications website at www.rockdove.com. Again, to get your copy of Devotions for Dog Lovers, visit rockdove.com. A Close Encounter It was opening morning of the Tennessee archery season, and Kelly Rako had just climbed into his hanging tree stand. Although it was his regular routine to inspect stands prior to hunting from them, a Minnesota bear hunt earlier that fall had cut into this practice. He arrived back at his home near Nashville a few days prior, and Kelly had been busy playing catch-up at work. Now, 20 feet off the ground, he fastened his safety harness to the tree and proceeded to pull up his compound. To Kelly's surprise, only one arrow remained in the quiver. The other two arrows were evidently strewn somewhere between where he now sat and in the house. Soon daylight replaced darkness. He wondered how long it had been. Kelly slowly raised his wrist to check the time. It was 8 a.m. He had no more lowered his hand back to where it previously rested when suddenly, without warning, the stand gave way. The standard spring snap that he had his harness to the tree didn't even slow him down. Smack! Kelly hit the ground hard, and just like that, his back was broken. Nevertheless, Kelly Rakel was fortunate, or perhaps more accurately, supernaturally spared. You see, those two arrows with razor-sharp broadheads were not far away. In fact, they were mere inches from where Kelly now lay, writhing in pain. Both arrows had evidently come out of the quiver as he hoisted his bow up earlier that morning. The knocks of the arrows were now stuck in the ground with the two deadly broadheads pointing upward. Just a few inches difference in where Kelly landed, and he would have immediately become a type of human shish kebab. Fortunately, Kelly also had a cell phone, and his wife, Michelle, answered. She knew where he was and called the ambulance. He was rushed to the hospital that Saturday morning. On Sunday morning, he had major surgery, and on Tuesday, he was up and starting to walk. It is important to realize that little things sometimes make a big difference. For example, despite the fact that Kelly wore his safety harness religiously, the common spring fastener he trusted to help hold him up in the tree proved to be entirely inadequate. It was a little thing, but it had a huge impact when the stand collapsed. In addition, consider what might have happened if Kelly had landed a few inches from where he did. Just a few inches difference, and those sharp broadheads pointing up would have more than likely cost him his life. Kelly's life was spared that day, although his back was not. Yet, 
one can't help but see God in the details of this hunting mishap. Here are some of the little details that made a big difference. Kelly missed the arrows when he fell. Kelly had a cell phone with him and it wasn't broken. Kelly's wife, Michelle, answered his call for help. Kelly lived in a part of the world where great medical care was available. Kelly wound up with a great surgeon. Today, Kelly states, before you climb a tree, say a little prayer. Friend, little things can make a big difference, and that includes taking time to say a little prayer before climbing a big tree. When we come back, I'll have some closing remarks. Hunting Miracles Ancient and Modern contains true stories of how God has worked in the lives of hunters down through history. This unique work, edited by Dr. Tom Rako, contains true stories by nine different contributors. In Hunting Miracles, readers discover miracles that took place on hunts more than a thousand years ago. See how God has used deer, ducks, geese, and even wood ticks to reveal his power and presence. Be encouraged by how the prayers of desperate hunters have been answered in amazing ways. To order your copy of Hunting Miracles, go to the Rock Dove Publications website at rockdove.com. Again, to get your copy of Hunting Miracles, be sure and visit rockdove.com. Well, as we saw in Kelly Rako's case, little things can make a big difference. In Kelly's case, it was a $3 clip. But you know, a little match can keep a person from freezing to death. Or that same little match can start a fire that will destroy millions of great trees. A little blood pressure pill can prevent a major stroke. And the list goes on and on and on. You know, God is not just involved in the big things of life. He's also involved in the little things. He's involved in the details. And if we'll look for those details and, and look for the hand of God, we'll see his invisible finger there as well. Well, thanks so much for joining us here on the Rock Dove Publication Quill. And uh, we look forward to you being with us next time. Drop us a note. Let us know that you listen and uh, where you're listening from. been listening to the Rock Dove Publications podcast with your host, Dr. Tom Rako. This program has also been brought to you by the Quilted Arrow, home of intelligent, stylish, field-bred English pointers with bloodline streams from Hall of Fame champion Guardrail. Thank you so much for listening. Now this is Beth Rako inviting you to join us again next time on the Rock Dove Publications podcast. <music>